You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB, and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and Green Day. If you're listening, it's almost time to wake up. But um. I will take the low-hanging fruit. Thank you very much. Happy hump day, of course, here on The Ocho, where we talk about the latest and greatest headlines when it comes to America's team. And Tuesday brought with it a lot of confusion. Um, and, and some of it had to do with Lyle Collins. And to be fair, there's been really nothing but Lyle Collins confusion as far as Lyle Collins is concerned this season. Now, let's set the table. It is week four. Lyle Collins was placed on injured reserve by the Dallas Cowboys before the season began. Players that were placed on IR before the season began are eligible to return in week four because due to COVID-19 protocols in 2020, you only have to be on injured reserve for a minimum of three weeks. Okay, got it. So that means Lyle's going to come back, right? Not so fast. Hold your horses. It was reported last week that it seemed doubtful that Lyle Collins was going to return, that he didn't appear on track, etc. But Really, everything, as mentioned, that has had to do with Lyle has been clouded in ambiguity so far this year. Nobody has any idea what's going on, and typically the person who will tell you the most when it has to do with the Dallas Cowboys is, of course, Jerry Jones. And Jerry Jones was on 105 Through the Fan on Tuesday morning, as he is every Tuesday throughout the season. And so we all thought, hey, this is going to be the opportunity, right? Get some information when it comes to Lyle Collins. Well, Jerry Jones was asked about Lyle Collins and provided an answer that really kind of left us a little bit more confused. Here is Jerry Jones. Tuesday morning on 105.3 The Fan. Well, except what I'm fixing to say, we don't know. I don't know. The doctors don't know. And so we are trying to work through some structure issues. We're trying to work through those relative to... Uh, I'm going to compare this to inactivity uh, with um, uh, uh, COVID. Uh, one begets the other. The less activity you can have sometimes uh, in these um, uh, injuries or, or in these health issues, uh, the harder it is to get it better. And you can have something else that's preventing you from doing the things you need to do to get better in another part of your body. And that's what's happening here. And so... Uh, uh, we're trying to, uh, the reason that you're not hearing something definitive, as you well know, if you're going to have a problem in the NFL because of the length of a season, when you start off in early August or late July, uh, the best time to have anything corrective that, uh, that identifies with surgery is right then. The quicker you can do it, if you're going to have to do it, the better off you are. 
because of the length of the season, you can basically have surgery sometimes in July, and you can be sitting in there a month before the playoffs and be back helping your team. That happens. So you want to do it early. The reason you don't do it early is because, if necessary, you uh, have have moved along and narrowed that gap of how to manage it so you can get the most time for the season. Every player wants to do that, and certainly the team does. So we've been easing along so that we can see if we can get more time that way with Collins. And uh, that's the process that you see going on, and uh, the doctors, the trainers, uh, the owner does not know uh, uh, when uh, it's going to be at a point that he can do some other things that have him ready to go in a week or two. So uh, it's still there. It's still working. still possible for him to play. Uh, the longer you go, the less optimistic you get. That first part where he says, we don't know, I don't know, the doctors don't know. Man, um, that is uh, – um, bull. And, and for what it's worth, Jerry Jones was the first person to bring up surgery as an option. And I get what he's saying, right? I mean, like if somebody has to have surgery, it makes sense for them to have it earlier rather than later so that they can recover, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was sort of a, a point that Demarcus Lawrence used to leverage against the Cowboys to get his new contract a year and a half ago, right? Different total, you know, sort of set of circumstances, but you get the point. Um, I don't know, man. I really have no idea what to expect on this particular front. It is worth mentioning that the Cowboys signed Jordan Mills, veteran tackle to their practice squad. Again, another wrinkle of 2020 and COVID-19 is that veterans can be signed to the practice squad. Jordan Mills' latest stint comes with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Not a whole lot of experience in the NFL, but still uh, more than your average player, certainly more than an undrafted free agent rookie in Terrence Steele, who we found out after the fact uh, was not benched against the Seahawks, but rather had been dealing with an illness uh, throughout the entire game, non-COVID related, of course. But um, this... I mean, we're really, honestly, just going to kind of be treading water here until we know more. I'm recording this about 5 p.m. Central Time. Again, I think it's always important to tell you that just uh, because we do live in a day and age where information is coming out all the time. But right now, uh, there is nothing but question marks when it comes to Lyle Collins. We'll see if Tyron Smith plays against the Cleveland Browns. And Jordan Mills obviously gives the Cowboys another option at the very least in terms of uh, what they have to work with at tackle. It is worth mentioning again that Zach Martin was kicked out to right tackle in the absence of Terrence Steele last week in Seattle. Joe Looney played right guard. Tyler Biotish, the rookie, played center uh, while Brandon Knight was holding things down on the left side. I would imagine that if Tyron Smith is back, then Brandon Knight would just kick over to right tackle and Zach Martin would go back to right guard, but who knows how the Cowboys want to operate. Now, speaking of Jerry Jones's interview on 105.3 The Fan, his last answer provided a little bit of discussion, to say the least, on Twitter.com. Uh, I want you to hear this whole thing because it's important as far as different narratives that I think were coming out and different headlines that were coming out. Uh, Jerry Jones was asked, of course, because this was Tuesday morning, about the game that we saw on Monday night between the Kansas City Chiefs and Baltimore Ravens. By the way, shout out to the idiot here on the Ocho that thought the Ravens would win that game. Um, and uh, well, here's what Jerry Jones had to say in terms of the Chiefs and whether there is a gap between them and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I see, yes. I see a team that uh, is uh, uh, clicking. They're the Super Bowl champs, and uh, they uh, uh, look like they've gotten better. The running back is outstanding. I watched him uh, live last year at LSU. With uh, I was watching my grandson play, uh, play him, and um, at that particular time, I loved him. I loved him in the draft. Uh, I was dreaming that he might get over into the second. Uh, 
and somehow uh, be around where we could look at him. But uh, he's an exceptional player. They're running back. And obviously with uh, their quarterback, who's, uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, at the highest uh, uh, level right now uh, because of his, uh, frankly, as uh, much as just his natural ability to make plays, his mobility. And uh, this guy's very... Uh, quick and elusive and can get in and out of situations with his feet and by time. The quarterback we played uh, Sunday is of that kind of nature. He's very, uh, has great ability to get in and out and then uh, make the play. That play Dak made at the end of the game that got intercepted. Well, uh, uh, the result of Dak's ability that let him get that ball off was uh, was uh, uh, really great and outstanding. Well, these guys do that, uh, have that ability a lot. They are very quick-footed, and they're very. They have the unique ability to uh, possibly take their eyes uh, away from the field for a minute and then immediately focus back and see. Romo had that. And so uh, they could turn his back on it and turn around and hand-eye and get it done quick. And so those are things that show up, and that's what's showing up with these guys. They're buying time with their feet. They're buying time with their instincts and their feet. I found this answer very interesting. It reminded me, of course, of Jerry's comments the Friday morning after the Los Angeles Rams played against the Minnesota Vikings. That was like almost two years ago to the day uh, when Jerry kind of compared the Cowboys offense to the Rams offense and everybody laughed him out of town. This was very different. He obviously acknowledged that there is a sizable gap, but to be fair, there is a sizable gap between the Chiefs and the world. Um, Now, the Clyde Edwards-Elaire part, a lot of people took that a little bit seriously, I think. Uh, Jerry saying that, you know, he had, you know, thoughts about him in the second round. To me, I, I can only speak for myself. To me, that sounded like Jerry Jones just saying, I think he's a cool player. I think he's awesome. I think he's fun. I thought it would have been cool. I'm a fan of his. That was the only way that I took that. I did not take that in any legitimate way of Jerry Jones saying the Cowboys were legitimately considering Clyde Edwards Elaire if he had been available in the second round as opposed to drafting Trayvon Diggs like they ultimately did again I just thought he was praising a really good football player a really big fantasy option etc 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 but um, the other thing and this was the bigger headline obviously uh, when Jerry was talking about Dak's last play against the Seattle Seahawks how he evaded the tackle the would-be sack and everything I tweeted this clip out myself um, and, and he was talking about how that's a play pass Mahomes makes and that's a play Russell Wilson makes and I took that as Jerry comparing Dak Prescott to these quarterbacks and he obviously was talking about the ability to kind of sense things and see things without literally seeing them and he said that Tony Romo was very capable of that we all know that Tony Romo was very elusive and and, and kind of magical in that way um I don't think you can hear that line and come away thinking that Jerry Jones is doing anything but but praising Dak Prescott and putting him in that company. Uh, but again, this was a headline, and I think it's important to play it here because sometimes in the day and age of Twitter, something gets out, and it's so hard to put it back in the tube, uh, so to speak. And so I thought it was important for you to hear that. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, the other big thing that happened on Tuesday was something that really didn't happen. Um, Earl Thomas, uh, as we all know, was uh, scheduled to work out for the Houston Texans 
toxins and this uh, there's a lot to this and, and tony casillas and i talked about this on the 750 if you want to go back in your podcast feed and listen um obviously there was uh the covid19 positive cases associated with the tennessee titans who obviously played uh the minnesota vikings last week the minnesota vikings are set to play the houston texans this week and, and so there's a lot of discussion going on there and, and and different protocols that are being put into place and there's still a lot of question marks as far as those games are concerned in terms of week four however earl thomas uh it was reported by the general john mcclain of the houston chronicle that the texans do not have any interest in earl thomas or rather his exact tweet uh, again mcclain underscore on underscore nfl the texans won't be signing earl thomas espn's adam schefter tweeted out earl thomas's agents said texans head coach bill o'brien told them this morning that he was informed by the league that he had to cancel the workout for their client due to covid19 concerns again considering that the texans are playing the vikings this week who played the titans last week who had the covid19 positive cases again a lot of information still to come on that entire front i don't know what the case is there but at least as a 5 p.m central time on tuesday afternoon earl thomas is still a would-be free agent jerry jones was also asked about this in his interview on on tuesday morning on 105 through the fan he said he was aware that earl thomas is out there i get it if you're frustrated i get it if you want to see the cowboys make a move i get it I get it. I get it. Obviously, there's a lot to Earl Thomas, too, that we don't know. There's so many things that we don't know. Uh, I feel like Phoebe, uh, we don't know. They know. Who is it? Uh, they don't know that we know they know we know. There we go. Um, so it's it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of questions right now. Uh, and we'll see if we get some answers here in the meantime. But I do want to tell you, I mentioned this in our postgame show. Uh, we got some requests. In fact, we got a lot of requests for a pregame show here on the Blog and the Boys podcast feed. And your wishes, your requests, your wants have been answered. We will officially have a new show dropping Saturday night. We are calling it the pregame. Super clever name. Uh, so the pregame will drop. You'll hear from a lot of Blog and the Boys voices as we'll tell you kind of our thoughts leading into this week's game and every week's game obviously uh we'll do it from here on out so looking forward to that make sure you do subscribe to the blog and the voice podcast feed so you get access to all of our wonderful shows later on today you will have a new episode of talking the star with connor livesey delton miller and cole patterson so that about does it for tuesday's episode of the ocho that's right i'm rj ochoa you can follow me on twitter and instagram at rj ochoa and you can do me a huge favor and you can have the absolute best tuesday of all time you know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. 
You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.